0: Chemicals used to treat roads during the winter, along with the freeze-thaw cycles that seem to be occurring with increasing frequency in some areas of the country, are causing air dryers to malfunction. Welcome to Truck Talk with Bendix, a regular podcast series from Bendix designed to help you better understand key topics in the commercial trucking industry. I'm your host, Denise Rondini. I'm here with Rich Nagel, Director of Marketing and Customer Solutions Air Charging at Bendix, who will talk about why air dryer maintenance is more important than ever. Rich, it's good having you back on Truck Talk.
1: Hi, Denise. Thanks for having me.
0: So what are the typical symptoms of an air dryer that's malfunctioning?
1: You know, when we normally think of an air dryer, especially like an older air dryer like a Bendix eighty nine, you know, most of the troubleshooting is related to just not drying air, right? So water in the service tanks. But if you look at the past fifteen years, we see a larger install rate of what we call system dryers, where the air dryer incorporates other functions, things like the governor are built into the dryer, pressure protection valves. And there's an internal delivery check valve that prevents backflow during the charge cycle. So now the dryer actually has more integrated functions. And so when something doesn't work in the air dryer, you start to see air system issues, things like not building pressure, not purging properly, malfunctions in pressure protection valves, internal and external leaks. So it used to be just the dryer didn't do its job drying. Now you start to see these kind of what were considered air system problems.
0: What causes air dryers to malfunction, and are we seeing more malfunctions than in the past? So there's a couple things.
1: You know, obviously, once again, older older air dryers, they just dried air, but and so maybe the heater would go bad or you have to change the cartridge. What we're seeing now with, and I won't say the newer generation of dryers, but I would say that uh, the greater population of dryers over the past couple years, with more hardware on the dryer, there's more things that are exposed to road treatments. And not just road salt, but obviously, you know, water, ice, there's oil that comes out of the dryer sometimes as we purge exhaust there's sand there's mud and all that stuff collects on the dryer and i think you mentioned early on one thing we've seen the past couple of years especially in these northern climates and you know i'm up in a northern climate so we've had a lot of freeze and thaw cycling going on the past few winters and normally we say to people if it's below freezing for 30 days 40 days which you know isn't uncommon in a lot of parts of northern climates that's not a problem but a bigger issue that we hear from fleets is it freezes one day and it's warm the next, and then it freezes at night, warms the next. And that causes a lot of corrosion and a lot of cycling issues that occur with the dryer just because the water is freezing, thawing that causes expansion issues. And the other thing that we're seeing is newer road treatments. And that's causing corrosion issues that we didn't see before. And when we talk to fleets, it's not just on the dryers. They, they experience it on wiring. They experience it on a lot of undercarriage components. But things like road bead salt, which are increasingly being used by municipalities, that stuff's pretty harsh on metals, much much more than you would think. And so we're seeing just really a combination of issues probably made worse by the changes in weather that we're seeing.
0: What's the best way to troubleshoot an air dryer that's malfunctioned?
1: If you have an integrated system type dryer like we're, we're talking about where pressure protection valves and delivery check valves are in the dryer, yeah, you know, there are a lot of things happening during the charge and purge cycles. And obviously, the first thing we're looking for is is the system building pressure. And that can be two things. It could be, we're not building pressure at all. It could be very slow to build pressure. So the first thing we tell fleet to do is just simple leak testing. You take soapy water, look around the interfaces of where the governor is to the dryer. If it's mounted on the on the dryer, you look at the uh, around the base of the purge valve where it seats inside the dryer. Are you seeing any leaks in there? Some things are harder to troubleshoot. Things like pressure protection valves, depending on how they fail, open or closed, that can be more difficult to troubleshoot. And sometimes we tell folks, sometimes it is just easier to change out the dryer if you need to put a remand version in, you know, to be more economical down the road. That's an option. But, you know, sometimes if it's not apparent, it's just easier to replace.
0: Rich, do you have any suggested maintenance tips you can share with our listeners that will help them keep air dryers in top operating
1: condition? Some of our large fleets who are uh, very experienced at uh, preventative maintenance, they actually will go through a a service interval where they'll replace things like purge valves, delivery check valves, heaters, and and things like that beyond just the air dryer cartridge. And in some cases, they'll buy a complete kit, with the thought being that once the truck is out of service and it's in a service bay and there's a technician under it, it's cost-effective to make those changes and upgrades rather than waiting for the truck to go out of service. The other thing that um, increasingly we are recommending is to look for corrosion issues. And what will happen sometimes, the paint will peel off, let's say, on the dryer, and we'll start to see some pitting and corrosion on the body of the dryer. So you have to be aware of that. Is there corrosion occurring around, let's say, where the governor seats and taking a look at those leaks? So I think one of the, the things that we're recommending is just keep an eye out for corrosion issues and how that's affecting the life of the product.
0: Do you have any other suggestions that could be helpful in getting long life out of an air dryer?
1: When we talk to uh, our large fleets, in general, there, a lot of them are having significant issues with some underbody corrosion due to the conditions we talked about earlier, the freeze and thaw cycles and additional road treatments. And not only air dryers, but issues with wiring and frame rail corrosion. I know some fleets are looking at additional corrosion protections that they can apply, whether it's sprays or touch up paints if the OE paint falls off but I know that a number of fleets are looking at ways to mitigate corrosion and increase the corrosion protection. I will also tell you that when we look at some of the, the next generation air dryers that'll be coming out, they will have additional corrosion resistance built into them, and there'll be parts of those dryers that are easier to service for fleets that will help with some of the challenges we have today, but they won't eliminate them completely. So the best thing that fleets can do is PM, inspect, clean and service as necessary before the truck goes down out of service.
0: I've been speaking with Rich Nagel, Director of Marketing and Customer Solutions Air Charging at Bendix. Rich, thanks for explaining why air dryers are malfunctioning and for providing troubleshooting tips.
1: Thanks again, Denise.
0: Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Google Play and discover how Bendix solutions can help you improve performance, increase safety, and lower your total cost of ownership. You can also log on to knowledge-doc.com, that's knowledge-doc.com, where you can learn more about Bendix products and hear previous episodes of this podcast. I'm Denise Rondini, and thank you for joining us for Truck Talk with Bendix.